Welcome everyone to Ladies Number One Detective Agency, Clearing the Paranormal. This is Season 1, Episode 4, and I'm your host, Amay Clark, and joining me today is Bill. How are you doing this evening, Bill? We're recording this in the evening. Uh, I'm doing fine, actually. Great. Thank you. And uh, what I wanted to I think maybe... Where we could start is having a conversation about your experience with paranormal and uh, shall we call them earthbound spirits. So maybe we can just go back to the roots of where you have your first memory of knowing that there were unseen beings around you. Uh, I think that my first memory would be uh, preschool in this old house that uh, I grew up in out in the country. Uh, so I'm, I'm not sure how old the house was originally. But I do remember um, when I would go to bed at night seeing faces and images and being afraid as a child. And, uh, you know, just being told that it's my imagination. But uh, knowing what I know now, I, I, I doubt that that was actually the fact. I'm, I'm quite sure it was. Um, some type of entity. Sorry, say that again. I had to pause yeah. the thing for a second. So, yeah, it was some uh, type of entity, whether... Uh, I don't believe it was malicious, but uh, anyway, as a child, it, it did scare me, so... Hmm. And going forward from there, what's your next memory or event that happened that uh, with an unseen... Um, Entity or being, <coughs> excuse me. Well, I think probably uh, would have been around the year two thousand, two thousand and one, probably. Uh, the first house that that I owned uh, was an older home, and I'd done a lot of renovations in there. And I know that uh, some people were reading uh, tarot cards and maybe not being that protected, which uh, may have stirred things up. There were there were a few. Uh, incidents prior to that where um, sometimes you would maybe feel a presence I don't know how else to describe it I noticed my my pet had noticed it so uh, what do you mean when you say your pet noticed it were they like barking at the ceiling or just uncomfortable or yeah, their hair standing much. up no the dog barking at nothing kind yeah. of thing, right when there was nobody around nobody at the door or growling yeah so as that went on uh happened to be working out of town and then uh, at the time uh, my wife and kids were being tormented by uh, unseen spirits and things were moving and I would get phone calls you know uh, in regards to this so I remember coming home and I had a crucifix uh, sitting on a book stand and she had mentioned that it was standing up so anyway I put it up on top laid it down on top of the book stand which was quite high, so nobody had access to it. My kids were only three, four years old at the time. And I heard something in the back, and I went back, and it was actually standing up on the top of the bookshelf. So, oh, my God. It's just making the hairs rise on my arms. Really? Yeah, so... Did it stay there for... Yeah, it's, it, it stayed up there, standing there. And then there was another incident where they did some recordings... And you could hear the old rocking chair uh, rocking in the living room. And then it said uh, my wife's name at the time and told her to get out. 
and you can hear it on the recording, a very haunting voice. So, uh, shortly after that, I met a man in uh, Aurelia that uh, was. A oh, sorry. Before we before we go there, did you were you able to find any history out about the house? Was there um, anything that you learned about the house or the people that occupied the house that might have was it a did you know if it was a male spirit a female spirit? Uh, no, I'm not sure about that, but uh, she would say things about she could hear. It sounded like like beer mugs clanging together. and right. uh, So I think there was a lot of partying and uh, who knows what else uh, went on in the house at the time. It was quite an old house. Okay. Uh, like, do you know what year it was? No, no. Okay. Really. So anyway, I ended up meeting this guy and he came up and uh, he said he could clear the house. He did it remotely in a protective way and then he came up and he would go around and uh, he would uh, say things that I couldn't understand in a different language and he would have me read from the Bible uh, was it the Psalms poem? 23 yeah. and while he was doing the clearing and then he would clear it and uh, he, he cleared each of us individually uh, so that was my first big experience and I noticed a huge difference in the um, the energy in the home after that, it felt a lot lighter. And there were no more incidences after that in that particular? No, there was no more incidents. There was a few small incidents. Uh, there had been a neighbor uh, that had committed suicide next door uh, when he was a teenager, uh, quite some years before we even lived there. And uh, he actually came to visit, so to speak. And you could hear uh, footsteps going up the stairs and so again not malicious but uh just looking for that transformation so to speak so uh, again this man helped him uh, transform at that time uh -huh. okay all right so when did you help this man at all like did you talk to him about what he was doing his processes were you even interested in any of that or did you just want to clear your place and no, no, it was, I found it quite interesting, uh, and it really opened my eyes to, you know, what's there, and when I say open my eyes, and sometimes you can't see mm -hmm. what's there, uh, so, I mean, you pick up energy, you can feel it, uh, the weight of the air, so to speak, mm -hmm. in the house, and uh, the way people act, uh, how it affects people. Right. Did your kids, because they were so young... And young children can often see the spirits in that, and they just think they're people. So did they have any experiences seeing them, do you think? Yeah, my one son especially, like, he would see, basically, he would see dead people. So he would see entities, he would see, like, good and bad uh, energies. He would give people messages, and, and he was very young, like, three, four years old. Wow. And he would always talk about the man and the hat. So that was the... Uh, the culprit in the house, so to speak, was the man in the hat. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. So the place was cleared and um, everything was great. And then you moved into a new place where you were renovating. So you see the theme here? Like it seems whenever houses, and we've now learned that, you know, when people start renovating their homes then it stirs things up, but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. So what was the next sort of major event that happened in this regard? 
So I purchased an older home that had been um, in a family for over a hundred years and again started renovating that one and uh, at the end of each day uh, the lady that owned the home uh, never wanted to leave the home. She was born there, lived their entire life with her husband and her dad I believe and she fell ill and ended up uh, going to the hospital and she never ended up returning to the home but her energy was certainly there. Uh, you could almost feel a presence, but uh, she took a liking to me, so to speak, <laughs> but disliked everybody else. So um, uh, shortly after that time, once the house was finished, again, it started aggravating the dog. Um, the dog was quite sensitive to it. People would hear things. Uh, so there was things going on and another, a friend of the family then came in and uh, she helped to clear that energy at that time mm -hmm. and uh, helped that lady to move on to the light. Mm -hmm. So you kind of had a ritual with her that now you understand how, why she hung around, I would think, because you were saying goodnight to her every night, right? Yeah, as I'd finish work every night, uh, working on the house, I'd say, oh, goodnight, Alice, and out the door I'd go. And a couple times I could feel the hair stand up in the back of my neck as I was closing the door. So. Mm -hmm. huh. And then fast forward, like, um, well, and I guess even in those, those in-between years until we started doing work together, you always had a heightened sense of intuition and knowing and um, both at work and in your personal life. Uh, would you not say like you had... Yeah, sometimes I would get a sense of, uh, you know, something would come to my head and then that might actually come to truth. Or, uh, you know, I'd talk about somebody and, and they would phone or they'd show up at work or something, somebody I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, so that, that kind of piqued my interest in what's going on there. And then after we met, we started to discuss that and... Uh, that's when I got interested in uh, energy work and took my first, second level of uh, Reiki. Yeah. And then uh, started to assist you in, in clearing. Doing the work. Well, and before that, because um, I met you in, I think it was about 2017. And at the time, um, uh, you were, you came in as a client and you were discussing, sharing some of this stuff with me. Uh, at the time I was working with another Reiki master and she had been through her own experiences um, in another city and had to have someone come in and clear their apartment. She and her husband had a, a place and in the process of that, because she was so sensitive to the energies, the person that came in to clear their place actually taught her quite a bit about these earthbound spirits. And even though she was a Reiki master and had the ability to use the processes that we use to do the clearings, she was taught a very different process. And she had the ability to actually, she could see them. I can't see them and I don't want to see them. Um, I could sense their energies, but she could actually see them and she'd get all kinds of information. So she was very well trained. Um, and she showed me this chart one day and saying, you know, here's... Here's the really negative ones that are like minus 30. And then you go up to the really benevolent ones that are like plus 30. 
none of them should be there. They all need to be transmuted out. Anyways, we had got talking one day and said, well, you know, why don't we, um, why don't we do these clearings together? Because at the time we were, everyone was watching these paranormal shows and we would watch in horror as these, uh, don't mean to use the horror word, but you know, these these researchers would go into these places and disturb all these, uh, um, entities and beings and earthbound spirits and then leave and it would just be a nightmare. And I said, these, if you're going to do those shows, then at least transmute them out. Someone should be coming in after and cleaning up after them so that, you know, the space, the structures can be left with good energy and peace and the people who are either living in them or attending them can no longer be um, haunted, let's say. So we thought, well, why don't we try out a few places and just see what we can do? So I approached you and asked you if we could check out your business. And we came to visit and we walked through your place and she could see some info. And she knew nothing about the history of the people that had, had been there and passed on. And um, I don't know if at the time I knew any of that either, but could definitely sense different energies in the place. And then we both went back. She did her process. I did my process and we came back together. And then we told you we were finished and you reported back like there had been a substantial change in the energy of the place. And you found it not only with how it felt in there, but you noticed that the people working there were, um, there was a lot less negative energy negativity with the the staff and um, stuff like that so and then it was interesting because some of the in some of the information we picked up while we were going through there um, you were really surprised because it was so close to um, the people that uh, which you picked up on was exactly about these people that had passed on yeah and you touch on a good point there that definitely after uh any negative energies, entities have been cleared. That it does, it it does dramatically uh, affect people without them even realizing that. So um, generally, there's a lot less negativity in the space uh, after that clearing. And a lot, a lot. I find it's a lot less volatility because oftentimes what they do, and people don't even realize it, you know, they're creating. Um, energy that will spark them into anger or, you know, um, oh. so, sorry, you just distracted me. Yeah, we have a few minutes left. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that was, that was an interesting experience. And then moving forward, you know, discovered that, uh, in some of the clearings and stuff that I was doing that I needed that male energy and somehow uh, we had a connection through many past lives of doing this work that having you come into these sessions to help me um, substantially uh, it made a huge huge difference and then when I think about some of the places that we were clearing and working on at that time, and some of the projects we're working on now, like, it's 
pretty mind-boggling, like, especially some of the things that we had to do to even prepare ourselves to be able to do the work and energetically be at that level to be able to do that clearing. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty interesting. And then you, like, as we started doing some of the clearings and later on in some of the other episodes, we'll talk about specific projects. But you have the ability, I'll just turn it back over to you, because not only with the clearings, but also with, uh, um, with clients, you're able to pick up some pretty unique and interesting information from people. Not all the time, but generally. Yeah, some of the time. Uh, I definitely uh, feel energies. I, I like to get the feedback from people after the fact and see the positive change and hear the positive change. You can generally uh, even just see it uh, in them uh, down the road, not always necessarily right away, but, uh, you know, in a week or two after you talk to them and you hear about how their lives are starting to turn around and, and uh, be less negative. Um, but, yeah, um, sometimes... Uh, through the uh, through the use of uh, Reiki, um, I will um, sense stuff and might get small visualizations, and I usually tell people this might not make any sense to you. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'll just see, tell you what I see, and generally it's some type of uh, past life thing, mm -hmm. or sometimes it's even uh, it's just past not necessarily past life, but sometimes it's just past. So I just relay that information. And uh, yeah, a lot of the times it's uh, people can kind of fill in the blanks from there. Yeah, and I think um, if we could just kind of go back to the processes too, and then we're going to end it here today for today. But, you know, because you had someone actually come in, two different people come in to clear two different places and saw the processes and were involved in the process. And now you're doing this, um, sometimes now you, well, you can do it on your own for some stuff. And then some of it we have to, we actually have to be together. And I think it's important for people to understand that with Holy Fire, Holy Fire as Holy Fire Reiki Masters, um, we are not doing the process. So the we are, we are somewhat involved in it but it's all being done by high dimensional beings that are coming in and doing the work. And we're facilitating that through us um, being there. And, and there, is an, a, you know, there is an actual process that we have to go through. And uh, so having that now that experience compared to when you had people coming in with different methodology for clearing and you saw what happened to them how, did you want to speak about that a little bit about what that was like uh it was it was a different experience like uh, you know 20 years ago plus when uh, when the man came to clear our house it um yeah it wasn't wasn't like using uh reiki energy uh, so i don't really know how to explain that he basically would Pull, it was very ritualized. Pull, right? Yeah, it was ritualized. He would pull that negative energy or negative entity uh, from that person, and then he would physically vomit, uh, run to the washroom, and he would vomit uh, 
or he would have me open the door and, and he would clear it that way mm -hmm. in whatever um, language he was speaking. He was Portuguese, so I'm not sure if it, some of it was Portuguese or some of it was Latin. Um, so yeah, uh, completely different. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, safer for the what we're doing because we're, I mean, yeah, we'll talk no about Ill what happens to us after, but we're not. No ill effect. No, we're not absorbing any of that or the client. And uh, and the other great thing is he did do some distance work for you. But the great thing about the work we do is we don't even have to be there. And I don't want to be there. So um, for the most part, I mean, sometimes we're in a place and we feel the energies need to be cleared. So, you know, then you do the clearing process in order to uh, to get rid of those energies. And we also know a lot more about protecting our fields and making sure that we're protected and doing this work as well. So yeah. it makes such a huge uh, change in people's lives that uh, that are trying to change. I mean, if you're going to stay in that negative world, uh, you can choose to do that. But people that are trying to change and then, uh, you know, once they go through a process, you, know, you see such a positive change in them. And I mean, there's one lady in particular that just uh, is remarkable. Every time I see her, she grows. And mm -hmm. it's been so much more positive in the last year and two. I mean, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah. Yes. And we're going to talk about her story. Um, and yeah, definitely. And I actually was talking to her on the weekend and I just said, if someone told you, like, you were going to have this experience and this is where you'd be now, would you have even believed it? She said, absolutely not. But I wouldn't change it for the world. <laughs> so, yeah. she's yeah. glowing with... She's uh, glowing with, yeah. Positive energies. And I think when those energies... I mean, if you think about it, you have something unseen in your, your space. It's sapping the life force energy out of you. And oftentimes these... these uh, especially the earthbound spirits, they're either there because... You know, they have unfinished business. They don't want you in the space. Some of them don't even know they're gone. So they're actually sucking the life force energy out of you, causing fear, you know, upset. And and it just, it just builds on the energy in the house. And then as soon as that is gone, then people can relax and get on with their lives. And oftentimes, too, like I said, these spirits are actually um, irritating these... Um, I lost the word I was going to use, but they're actually irritating the people there and causing them to act out in behavior that wouldn't be normal. So, yeah, and if you're not careful, and uh, I think part of what happened, uh, going back to uh, that first major experience that we had is, uh, I do remember that man saying that uh, they'll come in threes, so uh, it starts to compound if, if, uh, if that negativity kind of gets a hold on the space it will compound and and just continue to get worse right yeah it doesn't just clear on its own no and um i think what people need to understand too is like these paranormal shows and stuff too if you're watching it through if you're watching it on tv you might not be actually inviting them into your house but all of it but if you're just on those constantly then energy's energy it's like now you're vibrating at that energy and it's like oh 
you know, now we're welcoming this in, and then all of a sudden you've got these, you're getting um, uh, paranormal events happening in your own house because that's all you're doing is sitting there watching these shows. Yeah. Uh, one thing I just remembered, too, uh, just to, for a little more verification, I remember at the, the peak of the worst part, and again, I was out of town, so I was only home on the weekends, but... Uh, uh, my wife went to the local Catholic church and asked the priest to come down to the house, convinced him to come down. And he came down and there was a, the house was just a story and a half, so it had a loft in it. And he opened the door to go upstairs and he would not go upstairs. He said, I can't help you. And he left. Wow. Well, that tells you everything right there. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yes, so um, anything else that you wanted to add before we close off today? And uh, Nope. Okay. Not for now. Just for now. Well, we have some pretty interesting stories to tell. Um, some pretty uh, interesting just with some of the clients that I've seen over the years. And mm -hmm. then... Um, we also have some big projects that we started working on as well. So thank you very much for joining me tonight. And I look forward to talking to you again some more about this. All right. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.